Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Practicing creativity as a lifestyle is something that has been attempted for centuries now. Without the hesitation of, oh, only the gifted ones can create, or creativity is best when done on the side, not for a living. Such sort of stereotypes. Life is creativity. It was created from one source of energy. But the magnitude of possibilities by just putting thought and belief together is mind-blowing. Quite like the silent works of infamous artisans, the depth of thought, emotional connect, story behind it, and in the material world, its monetary value. If you know who we are, forward to today's topic. For those of you here for the first time, thank you for being here today. Katas was created to bring hidden stories to life via a platform that focuses entirely on listening, hearing, and imaginative skills. Unexpectedly, our first season was a smooth flow of events and was appreciated well by our listeners. We had with us speakers from across the globe who shared their experiences and points of view on topics of concern. With season two, we gained a more clear direction of how we wanted to go about Kathas. The intention ultimately is to bring stories of inspiration from around the world to our listeners in an easy to comprehend and condensed format. Kathas focuses on stories of art, different forms of art, and art used as therapy. A practice that we strongly believe needs to be introduced and encouraged from childhood. So, going forward, we will have two types of podcasts, the short ones and the interviews. Also, our blogs based on the podcasts and interviews will be posted on our Medium platform. Links will be available in the description below and on our website kathas.com. Okay then, let's get into today's topic. I was reading an article recently on the Big Think website under the Neuropsych section. The contents of the article made so much sense. Having said that, it also got me thinking about why we are addressing something like this about creativity as an innovative discovery or idea today. Why not address the relevance of it in history and how researchers are able to provide scientific justifications to those who believe in the number logic? as opposed to the fact that we know just 1% of what truly exists and what doesn't. Anyway, I kept the smirk and annoyance aside, figured I'd get some moments in history that could prove the same thing as already existent but ignored. Storytelling has been one of the oldest forms of communication. It began eons ago, even before linguistics, vernacular abilities and writing was created. It has been used across communities and civilizations to share and store valuable details of lifestyles lived by our ancestors. Coming to its purpose back then, it was meant to transfer knowledge and valuable information from one generation to the next, leading to the expansion of the mind and its evolution in time. Despite their crucial role in life then, 
and today, we still haven't fully understood its value. Despite the crucial role in life then and today, we still haven't fully understood its value. The unfortunate thing is we have reached an era in time that is so focused on money, comfort and luxuries that it seems to be the only way to relate the innate characteristic of a creative element like storytelling to improve business and lifestyles, not the value of the self. Let's take, for example, the Philippines, sourced from the fizz.org articles. It may be just a vacation destination to most people, but the art of storytelling there is intact to date for purposes like strengthening sexual equality and cooperation, enabling long-lasting friendships, peace, social bonding, and norms that help practice correct behavior in social gatherings. Dr. Daniel Smith from the University College London, with his team, led a study in the Philippines with their many hunter-gatherer societies. Also, they conducted a collective research to find out how many storytellers existed in each community. It was realized that the communities with the most storytellers were most cooperative and that these traits that they have continued to establish and strengthen over the years through storytelling are very crucial to the foundation of our modern societies too. It is believed that storytellers back in time were not purposed with doing good in society. However, their efforts and skills in this regard did influence communities to think collectively, understand the requirements of society, be proactive supporters, and achieve developmental goals without the concept of conflict. The skill of storytelling is ingrained in us as a result of creation. We don't have to try hard to be good storytellers. A few who have been able to identify the strength of this skill have written books, given speeches, and proposed the use of it to convey information and messages in big corporations as well. Back in the day, we had saintists and sages to share these inspirational stories of life and its small, invaluable, and timeless truths. An effort they made to encourage the sense of self amongst people in a collective way. Today, we use role models and use their stories to inspire and motivate ourselves. Or at least we try as a tool to enable fulfilling our dreams in the material world. Over time, we've evolved, created new possibilities through skills, encouraged many changes. Storytelling and its narrative is something that has stayed with us all through. Unchanged and its value misunderstood. Stories, when expressed as a result of true events, have the best outcome, regardless of the situation and or the purpose. The emotion laced with the narrative is what makes it all the more connectable. This is one of the most ancient communication tools which started off in the form of art and today has been recognized as a form of art. Well, to sum up, the top eight things to do to improve your storytelling skills can be taught in a book or an article. Only when there is a lack of the self and value towards personal experiences would you require these mediums? The society has become a rowdy space. Their standards and suppression has made it much easier for discrimination in every aspect to remain consistent. Just remember art is in us and part of us. Each of us is very capable of being an artist of a form that interests us the most. We just need to try. All we have to do is let loose. 
connect with the self, it's a lot easier than the process is portrayed and accept it as an inbuilt software that wouldn't require training to use. Try it. It is life-changing. Kathas associates with mental health centers and art institutions or studios to create a wider audience for expressive art therapy. Expressive art therapy is something that needs a stronger platform to become an intrinsic part of life now and in the future. So we look forward to volunteers to join us in this mission. Like, share and connect with us. We are a global platform and your active engagement will help not only build a strong community, but also your contributions to your own communities. Expertise is not a key requirement here. It's just pure intent. Art is fun. It is within us. It is us and our expression. Healthy expressions could be one of the most organic strengths of our being. Currently, we are working with institutions and centers from India and Canada. If you have suggestions or ideas, do share them with us. Until next time, take care and spread the love.